hey, European people, Amanda and I are coming to the UK in a few weeks, August 19th at 7.30, British summertime. We are doing a live show in Manchester, a Games and Feelings live show with some Games and Feelings. It's not a specifically Games and Feelings, the show, but it will be me and Amanda and Jasper Cartwright, who you love, everyone's favorite European guy, and a special guest. We are so excited to do this. Uh, I've actually never been to the United Kingdom before. Certainly the first time that Amanda and I have performed in the United Kingdom, and Jasper has never done a live show before. So this is going to be absolutely incredible. Go check it out at the Empty Space in Manchester. Tickets are on sale now. Gamesandfeelings.com slash live, or click the link in the episode description. Please bring your friends. You, Everyone keeps telling me about how great this train service is in Europe. Prove it. Come to Manchester in like two hours for like 15 pounds. It's going to be great. Gamesandfeelings.com slash live in Manchester, Saturday, August 19th, 7.30 in Manchester. I'm so excited. Hello, gamers! Welcome to Games and Feelings, an advice show about playing games, being human, and dealing with the fact that those games will involve other humans. I am your host and question keeper, Eric Silver, and a new rule I'd like to add to chess. <laughs> Jasper's making so many funny, funny motions with his I was, hands. I was just jamming to your just, intro. I'm just jamming to your intro. This is really my good. last request. You have a great lyricism to the way that you do these things, and so every time I always want to jam out, and today I decided to do it. That's great. I want, uh, I want someone to like put a Midwest emo riff underneath it. Uh, that's what I mean. I think it would really, really work. <laughs> I'm gonna send this to my friend Jeff, and we'll maybe I'll put this at the end of this episode. Yeah, me doing the whole, me doing the whole thing. Okay, I, pr I promise you, Eric. If you do this, I will record an extremely low budget music video on my phone of me jamming out to that song. Exactly. Yeah. Do a do a um. The thing where on TikTok where you do it next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm okay. gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, so then I'm gonna do I'll do the intro again so Jeff has it clean. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Get on. it clean, get it clean, get it clean. I'm okay. still gonna jam out though, so don't be put off. Oh jam it out, please, yeah, please, yeah, please. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Hello gamers! Welcome to Games and Feelings, an advice show about playing games, being human, and dealing with the fact that those games will involve our other humans. I'm your host and question keeper, Eric Silver, and a new rule I'd add to chess is if any piece takes out three pieces, you get to give it a sword of bravery, which functionally makes it a queen. And if a queen has a sword of bravery, watch out, and you are expected to say triple kill, like in Halo, when uh, that happens. That's a sick idea. Jasper Cartwright, perpetual hi. guest, and definitely not co-host. What, what's, what's a rule you would add to chess? Uh, the rule I would add to chess is that uh, a pawn should be able to jump on a knight and give it a different move. You should be able to yeah. give, if you combine, like a knight should be able to jump on, like right. it's just a horse. So they should be able to combine the two and it gets an extra movement. Maybe it could do like a one in any direct, like a one square in any direction. Ooh. As well as its normal L shape. You know what I mean? I think, okay, so if you get the knight in front of the pawn, yes. like in directly in front of it, it can hop on yep. and then it can do the regular knight stuff, but also do the one diagonal takeout. That's, it can yeah, do yeah, the one diagonal takeout. That's the one. Because it's That's like the, the pawn one. swinging a sword on the yeah, horse. Yeah, for sure. That's it. That's it. Jasper, can I tell you mm -hmm. and why I love you so much? That mm -hmm. was the uh, second choice of what I was going to say. No way. <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah. It was I love the, it. the pawn jumping on the knight, 100%. I love it. Oh, man. This is, it's just so exciting, man. I really feel like, you know what you just feel like? Oh, my bro. You know what I mean? I was just like, cool. We just broed out there over chess rules. <laughs> I, it's so funny how we need this podcast to give us an excuse to talk to each other weekly. <laughs> That's like adult life and everything. Oh, but fully. I, I love doing the show with I, you, man. I literally have two other people right now that I'm like, hey, we should just we should work together so we have an excuse to hang out more often. 
<laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. It's like, well, then I'm gonna have to go to your city and mm-hmm. just like just hang out. Just hang uh, out. I know that's like the only excuse I want to go to LA is just so I can see some people. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're not we're friends, kind of, sorta on the internet. Do you want to go to that one bar that everyone goes to in Burbank? You mean Guildhall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other funny thing is that Misha lives so close to it. Yeah. So it's Misha's like local bar. Yeah. <laughs> which is extra funny. L- last time I was out there this was like a weird this is a weird flex but i was like i was staying with abria and abria was like i would love to go to Guildhall with you but they literally show like 24 7 on all this like literally on like what must be about 20 mm. screens going down one side of it they literally show critical role on repeat oh and she was God. like i'm literally in critical role right now and i was like yeah that you don't want that like do no. you know what I mean? whilst you just sit there having trying to have a drink and there's just you on screen like nah <laughs> like i get that no that's fair i think that's totally that's fair. completely if they fair were, yeah like if they were playing mtv music music videos perpetually in a bar and I was, I don't know, the guys from AHA, I would not want to go into that bar. Yeah, no way. I wouldn't. No way. It's like, Uh, no, I don't want you to take me on or take on me. I want to drink at this bar. Oh, yuck. Could you even imagine? (laughs) I I can't. I truly cannot imagine what it's like being in AHA. I can actually imagine being, if I was like, if I was like a previously really famous, but not so famous anymore, like star with like one real hit number, I could see myself leaving places if they even started to play one of my songs. Do you know what I mean? I could imagine being in a situation just like having a really good time midway through a meal one of my songs comes on and i go nope and just leave i'll like put some money down on the table what yeah what are you supposed to do (laughs) there was i heard this story on a podcast once that like someone was a host at like a very popular karaoke bar in portland Mm. and then the lead singer of evanescence came in with her like geeky nothing like not famous boyfriend Uh and then she did and then the guy got up and did wake me up inside whoa (laughs) and then she had to get on stage it's like what are you supposed to do. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. How are you not supposed to get on stage? But at the same time, if I was her geeky boyfriend, I'd be going around with my hat, being like, oh, "Excuse me, pay up. You're getting an Evanescence concert. Like you, this is like a forty bucks minimum. Put it in the yeah. hat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, there's no way we're not charging for this. This is a private Evanescence performance that you're now getting." <laughs> Incredible. Um, Jasper, you're the best. Uh, And because you're the best, I want to give you the floor to talk about your participation in a video game moment in history. Yes. We are devoting the game that's giving us feeling segment to the fact that Jasper was there when the bear had sex with a vampire. Yes. Uh, This is coming out a few weeks from now, so (laughs) we might need to provide some context. But if you didn't know, there were uh, some clips that were released from Baldur's Gate 3, Mm -hmm. which is the new RPG based on the Forgotten Realms from uh, Wizard of the Coast. Wizard of the Coast, sorry. Hasbro's Dungeons & Dragons. That's what I saw in the credits. Hasbro's Wizard of the Coast, Dungeons & Dragons. Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Based on the, the series of books that they adapted to be the main realm for that basically uh and it blew up because there was a clip of a bear having sex with a vampire man and it turns yep. out that our good friend jasper was there live when it <laughs> happened because they were showing the it to a crowd <laughs> i cannot believe that they were showing it to a crowd of influencers promoting it and you were there yeah. in belgium in belgium please tell us i listen man if you want to talk about whether or not Baldur's great gate three is good or not you yep. can but i will more want to know what was it like being there <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna preface this by saying, uh, and this is genuinely not. I have no affiliation. They didn't. They haven't paid me at any point. But I genuinely had a fantastic time playing the game. Uh, it was a ton of fun. I was genuinely shocked at how much it plays like D and D. Like how quickly you can turn something into a complete like shitstorm by making chaotic choices. Um, That's wild. Like it, and like you can approach scenarios from all different ways. It was super super fun. Uh, yeah, so I got, it was a very, very fast turnaround event. I got, like, flown out, uh, got to play a bit of the game, got a little dev. So during the dev session, like, at the pride of private dev session in the morning, uh, the game director took us through and kind of, like, hinted at this. And I think he was, like, seeding it for later on because he was basically going to hand the controls over to the audience later on in terms of what options we picked for certain scenes. Okay. 
to kind of show how you can get different like you know interactions and different moments and whatever else and he kind of seeded it in the morning where he he kind of he said he said like a throwaway comment like oh i'll let you know later what happens when you try to romance the druid and like everyone was kind of like looking around oh. at each other going what the what no and we were because so then the whole day we were all there like no there's they didn't really they didn't no there's no way they put that really no and even then most of us were throwing out much tamer animals than a bear <laughs> so anyway we're going through we're showcasing uh some of the romance stuff and i do genuinely think if nothing else this was genius like Baldur's gate 3 was gonna get a like a fair whack of attention but this is yes. like the clip now you know what i mean like the video for, game for clip those you week. don't know Baldur's gate 2 was was kind of like the backbone of this like 2000s RPG boom that was happening and people have been waiting for Baldur's Gate 3 for a very yeah they've very been long time. so they've been working he told us that, that uh, they were working on that game connected to the studio and everything uh, for six years they've yeah. been working on this game and they've had like multiple setbacks and whatever but it all come from a place of like D and D and this kind of universe is getting more and more popular so every single time they went to like getting close to a completion they were like. I think we can go further. I think we can go further. I think we can go further sort of thing. And it really shows off. And the one thing that I want to stress before we go into laughing about this extensively <laughs> is that the, the the love and care in that room for that game was genuinely heartwarming. Like these people love this game and it really, really shows. And I had a genuine blast. I've never ever wanted really to stream a game just because streaming makes me want to come out in hives. I will be streaming Baldur's Gate 3 because I Hell had yeah. so much fun playing it and I feel like it'll be even even more fun playing it like it, it, with a like group of people and you know all kind of interacting and stuff so anyway cut two. they show us this scene yeah can we can we probably set the stage a little bit because for those of you who, who only saw like the clip itself so like yeah. all of you this was later on in the day and mm -hmm. then they were showing you scenes to get y'all hype in like a yes. big auditorium yeah yeah so we're all sat in a big auditorium uh, uh i'm sat on like the second row you know a bunch of amazing folks uh influencer folks uh, were there as well uh content creators etc and they're going through talking through stuff like uh like character creation uh got a really good look at like all the stuff they've done with like the dragonborn and everything which is incredible um so we're doing this full live event watching all these videos and everything and then they were like yo we want to show off like the romance options but it wasn't so much to show it as like oh you're gonna see these two people fucking it was like we want to show you how you can have dynamic relationships within the game how it's not just like oh we are in a relationship because you can enter into a relationship very early with most of the characters but it's like that relationship will evolve throughout mm. over time and it's like there will be points where your partner might break up with you because of option because of things that you've decided you know what i mean like so they wanted to show off how like even the inter-party relationships it's not just about like sex or whatever it's like friends or forming like little rifts or tensions between the party <laughs> and stuff like that would you know i love this because you're like no 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 the part where the vampire and the bear yeah, have yeah, sex yeah. no it makes sense no, 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 it makes sense it makes sense it makes sense but anyway so then we cut to they're like oh we want to show you what happens if you play as a stereon which is the vampire character who has been very 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 popular in early access and i think probably the main reason why they put this they made this possible uh in the game there he goes there and meets this sexy druid man and he is extremely sexy there's a hell what's the thing is this is completely overshadowed the part where the druid dips out of screen and like one second later comes back up into shot butt naked like <laughs> which that alone was hilarious and so there was a ripple of like anticipation that went through the audience as soon as we saw fully just cheeks out druid like hench druid so anyway the scene is unraveling whatever we're making some saucy choices we're you know saying some saucy things on the the dialogue trees and whatnot and then the just as they're getting they're starting like they start to kiss whatever the druid starts like flexing and like pulsing with energy and everyone and i remember being and actually i remember having this wave of like no, they're not going to show this, are they? Like, <laughs> no, even no, no. Sorry, wasn't even going to show this. Like, surely they, surely they haven't done this. So then right. everyone was getting like, because then the druid dips out of shot again, and we're like, what animal is going to appear on the screen? <laughs> like, I'm white knuckling my chair at this point because I'm just like, this, this could go 
I don't even like. I just, there's just, there is a certain there's a few animals which if they cut a reappear in screen now, I'm gonna run for the exit door. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was a couple. I was like, I'm not ready to deal with that right now. This huge bear pops up into screen. The audience loses their minds. It then comes up with basically the bear steps back, shakes it off, turns back into his normal form, and he's like, Oh my god, I'm so so sorry. Like when I get like a hot flush, sometimes the you know I can't control it or whatever. Oh my and then god. A Dialogue it's, tree that's pops so up. And I can, and I, when I tell you that a group of people lost their fucking minds, I mean, we became uncivilized, Eric. <laughs> like, it was basically, it was like option one was like, whoa, please never do that again. We fully can't have a relationship if you're going to do that. That's like option fair. one. Hey, fu- hey, yeah, fair, completely folks. fair. Completely fair. fair. He turned into a bear, a brown bear. All the way down to option four, which was like, I like it. So then we all, obviously, everyone is so nasty. This whole crowd is now fully in their villain arc and just starts screaming for number four. I think, yeah, when you get a, you send a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons influencers to an an auditorium in Belgium, they're going to be horned up and ready to get nasty. Honestly, the, I, and the thing is, what made me laugh is that they were all on stage going, Oh, like, oh, like, and I was like, to be honest, I was like, I think you're acting right now because you kind of have to be like, you have to have known this is what we were going to pick. Like, but you're doing a really good job of acting because you genuinely look, I think what it, more of it, what it was is with them. And I think if you go back and watch it, you can see their reactions on screen. It's the fact that they are realizing what they're actually doing, what they planned. They're suddenly going oh, we're actually doing this. It's going to happen. <laughs> Even though they planned it, they were like, oh shit, we're actually doing this. I mean, li- listen, the episode, if you haven't watched the video, I hope you have, the ep- it's the links in the episode description. But like, they knew what was happening. This is a PR stunt, for sure. Yeah, oh, fully, right? fully, I mean, fully, fully. But I course. think it was like the moment of realization of like, oh, we're actually going to do this. Okay, fine. Yeah. He's like, we're going to put this out there and, we- and now it's going to be subjected to the harsh light of everyone. Yeah. yeah. But the-, the craziest thing was we had no idea that we were on screen. Oh, you see, yes, I wanted to know so that. So we had no, because what all we could see on our TVs was just the clip, but there was a camera guy in front of us. We just didn't know that that was the feat that they were also showing in a little box next to this scene, our reaction. Right, because you'll see, if for those of you who know, who don't know or who are watching the video, this was being streamed on various platforms at the yes. same time as you see yeah, it. Yes, so we had which no idea. Which I didn't idea. know. I didn't know that either. No. So we had no idea that we were on screen in a little box and you can see us reacting as so Jasper, we selected- just imagine Jasper is like, whoa, no. Like fully, honestly, go watch the video. There is a point where I genuinely turn around and I'm like, guys, what are we doing? What are we-? Like I was yeah, I'm genuinely concerned about what we're about to see because also we have no idea when it's going to cut off, right? We don't know. Everyone that got the secondhand reaction knew that at some point the video was going to cut. Like, because everyone's on the description of the video, it doesn't say, like, you will see a bear fucking a vampire. It was just like, you know. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, this is happening. I'm panicking uh, just because I don't really know what to do with myself. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I feel of like course, I'm, I'm, should I sit on my hands? Do I do I look away? Do I look at it? I don't this know. This is the single most British thing that's ever happened I've just to you. Been, what do you I've do? just got married, Eric. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just got married, and now my 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 wife came on the trip with me. She wasn't in that room, but I think she might have been watching the live stream. And I was like, I can't look like I'm enjoying this too much. We just got married. <laughs> the queen's been dead <laughs> only for a few months. Exactly, Eric. Imagine what the queen would think. So anyway, King Charles into it. The queen, not so much. Oh, Charles is hundred percent into it. So anyway, we select option four. That you'll, as you can see on the video. He turns back into a bear, and then you just get the shot over Asterion's shoulder with his legs akimbo as the bear just sort of starts stepping in between his legs. And then it cuts away to a squirrel holding an acorn, looking shocked. (laughs) And the squirrel drops the acorn. And truly, there was such a release of tension at that point. Sure. You know what I mean? For both, I guess, us and the characters involved in that particular scene. Um, But it was truly incredible. 
like a truly incredible experience. I've been thinking about the squirrel because the squirrel, uh, as someone not in the room, I thought mm. the squirrel was fucking stupid. But <laughs> it makes more sense that they were prepping this. Now that mm. I know that it was for this a live audience, yeah, it, that makes so much more sense for live performance well, as thing... opposed to be and it, like even it, but it's gonna stay in the game. Well, this thing I found out afterwards. I think that's the uh, censored version. Oh, okay, so that makes more sense. Right. So part of me now is like, oh no. <laughs> right, it's like they're they, it's not going to be in there if other stuff is, that's what I was saying. Because the thing yeah. is, as you're watching the video, there's some very well-placed blades of grass. We only see butt cheeks. There was actually an accidental nutsack. <laughs> uh, we did see, there is a shot uh, where you can see the, just the, the kind of underball, if you will, sure. of the, the vampire. Um, Interesting. Not of the bear. I think that would have been too far, honestly. Right. If we'd have seen a bear's nuts. Because it, it, um, it's just so interesting that like they would include it like this, mm. and then they would cut to the squirrel being like, this is so crazy. This is yeah, so this, randy. This is so and crazy. the squirrel drops the nut. It's like, well, what's... Well, yeah, that feel. it feels like such a clip. I can tell you that played perfectly in the room. Like In, in the, the room. room that, we, that's what makes it, so much more sense. In the, the that's doing You're doing that for an audience mm. as opposed to it actually being a clip from the game sure i mean that's the thing i it generally might not be honestly like it might only be a clip if you pick the censored version of the game you know what i mean right it's like if you're gonna cut away yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i i genuinely don't know what a, it was a such fascinating thing so i guess oh man if i'm gonna try and describe a one word of how this made me feel um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honestly, gobsmacked. I think is the only thing. Fair. I was just complete. I was. I. I was having an out of body experience. I just truly couldn't believe what we were witnessing. But then, obviously, I, I came out afterwards and just thought, these guys, genius. That was actual genius. Like they yeah. don't have a particularly huge marketing budget. Like it's a pretty small studio comparatively. You know what I mean? Get it. Like anything you can do to dominate the news cycle for like a day. <laughs> go for mm. it you know what i mean and i'm still seeing clips of it on my timeline now so but like it worked and like i said i really feel like i was a part of video game history like truly <laughs> i genuinely feel like i was i was there i can say to my kids i was there when the first bear <laughs> fucked a vampire you saw the <laughs> the wall came down the wall yeah <laughs> Oh my god! Well, I'm so glad you were there. You've been, you were like, yeah, I'm going to this thing in Belgium. I'm like, great, that's not so much fun. And then just knowing that that was what I was doing. That's what happened. Yeah, was I was so happy. Funny. So happy for you, Jasper. Do you want to like pull yourself together and answer some advice questions? I'll try. I'll try. Yeah. I can't promise anything. I'm for I'm sure. right back in that room, Eric. Okay, I've taken myself <laughs> back there for this audience to give you as in depth a, a description as I can. And now I don't know if I'm ready to leave the room yet. <laughs> this <laughs> Jasper warged into himself. I, I walked into myself in that moment, and it was uh, uh yeah, gobsmacked all over again. There, there's some refra It's a no, no pun intended. There's a refractory period that Jasper needs to take a breath. <laughs> No, the funniest thing was it cut straight back to the vampire and someone at the back just screamed, can that guy walk? <laughs> I know, like the implication. I think oh, but then someone else pointed out a very good point, which is that he is a vampire, therefore can regenerate hit points. So wow. he'll probably be okay. He can heal. <laughs> is the only thing that came to my mind thinking of like, you know, when you see those videos of like dogs, you put an egg in a dog's mouth and it's supposed to be like so, like so delicate in there. I'm like, yeah, I guess it'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> an egg in a dog's mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> like an egg in a dog's mouth. Oh, oh it's just something else in a bear's mouth. All right. Anyway, uh, let's it's move a, it's on. a different. Let's go. It's, it's shaped the same. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Jasper, let's answer some advice questions. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to start with an easy one. And Jasper, do you? Uh, how much are, do you play games on PC? Uh, a, a fair bit. I mostly it's like a certain type of game. Like I don't tend to play um, sure. uh, like third person beat 'em ups shootery type things on PC. But like simulation games, stuff like that, um, I play quite a lot on PC. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so then we have a question about Steam and the Steam Deck. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Pretty yeah, interesting. Okay. This is from Electronically Illiterate She, Her. 
As mostly a PC gamer who buys games exclusively on Steam, I am trying to decide if the Steam Deck, the new handheld by Valve, is worth the cost so I can play Mm. my games on the couch or TV instead of only at my desk. As people knowledgeable in the community, is it worth giving my money to Steam as a company? Is it a worthwhile investment? So the first thing is... Is there any ethical consumption under capitalism? And then the second <laughs> thing is, should I get a Steam Deck? Okay, so no. Um, <laughs> right. The first thing I want to say is Steam seems like in fine company as companies go, and there's no ethical consumption of, under capitalism. I think you're okay. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, it feels fine. Um, Dor, I did Google. I Googled Steam Deck scandal and Steam scandal just in case, and it mm-hmm. seems like it's fine. Pretty clear. Okay, good. All right. In which case, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't necessarily worry about sort of where you're giving money. It's mostly just like, hey, look, if you can afford it, that's obviously like the most important thing don't do don't don't get one if you can't afford it right um, the, the steam deck is a new piece of tech so it is going to be expensive it is, it is and it's kind of rare like i don't know you can't just like grab one right i i haven't been following i don't think so i've seen like a few people who have said like that you can't they're like pretty unavailable um like i'm going i'm on their website now and like they're all out of stock right you gotta um, like yeah they keep because again they're not steam wasn't ready to make <laughs> make a console they're hmm. just like i don't know we're gonna make a few and we'll see what happens it. and now we'll it's like steam is doing better than microsoft right now in the console wars so yeah. it's if you're gonna do it try to buy it now or at least put it put an order in and then see how see how it see goes. how it goes yeah Jasper, um, for someone for someone who only plays pc games do you think that this works worthwhile purchase i i the, the kinds of games that i think i would play on my steam deck yeah. i think i would probably rather play on a console that's just like my feeling but like if you are not wanting to buy like a whole console you already buy a ton of games on steam i can definitely see this being the better leap than getting a console you know what i mean because i think it's more flexible it's more versatile and if you've already got like an extensive steam library then this is a hundred percent the way to go rather than getting any literally i would say any other console like this makes the mm-hmm. most sense even at the price point like because yeah it's cheaper than a full console like if you go for like the base uh steam deck and then it obviously it means that you can play all of those games and like you know you were saying play them on your uh, uh like tv sit on the sofa whatever which i do think is big like and i think that if it wasn't for the fact that i own like a pretty powerful laptop because i bought one for editing recently i might also be very tempted by a steam deck but it's like my laptop's very lightweight and like can run most things that I want to play. So I'm pretty happy with playing on the go with my laptop. So yeah, mm. I think if you're, if you're, uh, if you already got games on steam, you like using steam and like, that's your main thing. Then I would say, I'd say it's worth it. I think maybe if you're already a console gamer and not a regular PC gamer, it might be a little tricky to justify like that outlay, unless you want to start really hard pivoting to steam. That's my feeling. A hundred percent. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but just the way that the Nintendo Switch made me feel like an adult who could play video games, mm. like just having it on the subway with me and me knocking out, I don't know, a run of Hades or playing a little bit of Super Mario Odyssey. It was just our Breath of the Wild at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even I bought a, a Switch Lite because I liked the feeling. I played the majority of my uh, Switch stuff before lockdown. I played it on the go. Like, I was never yeah. plugging it into a console. I love that they like, handheld consoles had gotten to the point where it was nice. Exactly. If you have all the video games, you should definitely just, like, yeah, it becomes, like, do I need to, do I need to buy this game in multiple places? The yeah. answer is hopefully no. So you yes. can have the Steam Deck. Anyone that I've heard have who has the Steam Deck uh, is absolutely in love with it and married yes. it. And that then went worth, to a country yeah. where it's where you're where a human and a game console can be married legally. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. just like Barbados mm-hmm. <laughs> or or one island in Greece, that's where <laughs> you can make that happen. Um so anytime that I hear about it, some you people become absolutely in love. Um mm. but I think the I think it has to do with you as an adult playing video games. What Mm -hmm. money have you already invested into your games library and what would allow you to play video games as much as possible? Yes, like I think the big thing for you feeling like an adult, right, is that felt like you could keep your life on the go and you didn't have to like stop, drop everything in order to do something that you enjoy, which is playing games. So like if the Steam Deck makes games, playing games more accessible for you, 
then I think you should get one. You know what I mean? Like if that's the difference, like I said, like if I didn't have my laptop, I think yeah. I'd a hundred percent be thinking about getting a Steam Deck. I would play more of the games available on Steam than like available on my Switch, for instance. You know what I exactly. mean? So yeah. like I can a hundred percent see why I play. Oh, great. I can do this whilst doing my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas like if it's just feel like TV or whatever, then maybe, I don't know, maybe you do want to get a console. I'm thinking about like the um, behaviors of adult gamers where you do one of two things. You either like build a homestead where you have an entire room of your house that's just for gaming and then you mm -hmm. put up all the pretty lights and then you put it on TikTok so everyone can see your gaming cave and like you have his <laughs> and hers PCs uh -huh, and like uh -huh. you have a kajillion the black and white uh, desks back to back yeah yeah uh -huh, and uh -huh. you, you have like a kajillion shelves for your, all of your board games and you have different and TVs your pop heads and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you have a TV a, a, a big TV for new games you have a CRT for old games or go. you end up investing super hard into playing video games as much as possible so like you have apple arcade on your phone <laughs> you have all of the different digital stuff or you have like a souped up you know like or you have a souped up 3ds that's like mm. incredible and jailbroken yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna say like all the emulators like <laughs> you have a mister or you have something that's like you have your old uh advanced sp that has like a new backlight that you've modded it's like you do one of two things <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you yeah, either yeah, yeah. mod your old shit to take on the go or you bury deep in your own house. So yeah, I think whatever yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to do <laughs> electronically illiterate, invest yeah. your money into that. Yeah. I, and I think in that scenario, the Steam Deck is absolutely for option two. I right. feel like you don't know if you need the Steam Deck if you're option one. If you have a room in your house where that's where you go to play your games, just keep, like play them on your PC, play them on like a console, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Or do you have um, a Steam Deck to facilitate your home Yes, setting. there we go. Yeah, you should... <laughs> Eric, you are capitalism. You're just telling people, regardless of the scenario, get a Steam Deck. That's what I you just said. I am not capitalism. I am yeah, aware you that said. you have that's a budget. What... You go to a job. You go to a job and to make money, and this is how you invest your money. This is Investopedia here on Games and Feelings. Amanda's not here. I have to do it. <laughs> buy, buy a house or buy a flat, flip it, and then you buy take a house, the money. Buy, buy a flat or buy a Steam Deck. You've got to pick one of those three, okay? Now, literally, 401k or buy a Steam Deck. Those are the only two choices. <laughs> Healthcare or Steam Deck. Okay, make the decision. You choose. Yeah. Wow. It's so nice that in in Europe you can do both. You have the NHS and you have a Steam Deck. Uh -huh, Incredible. Uh huh. We can have both. And you know what? NHS a lot less a lot less expensive than my Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even have a Steam Deck. But the NHS the Steam Deck's still more expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Because um, the NHS is I, free. I, <laughs> I know we're in the part of the question where we start joking, but truly I need to emphasize, I, you know, I listen to a ton of video game podcasts and like every single person who got their hands on the Steam Deck in the first year, year and a half, two years of the Steam Deck being out, they are truly in love with it. I mm. think that if you have the money to get it, you should. Because it sounds like all of your games are on your PC, so you might as well. The other thing I will say as well, uh, I just did a quick Google. It doesn't look like they're planning a Steam Deck 2 until at least, like, the end of 2025. So, like, you've yes. got a good, like, probably two years before they're even thinking about, or, like, you know, before they're even in a window of release for a second one. So... Mm. I feel like you've got a while before this thing gets either dramatically cheaper or is like outdated in some way. You know what I mean? So Right. They'll keep what I was saying. I didn't say this clearly, but I should have is like they're going to keep updating the firmware for this for a very long time. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I also yeah. think this is kind of like the Apple thing because this is Steam's first technological product you know how like you're not supposed to buy version one of any apple product because it's always terrible and too expensive like right, for sure. example the the vr glasses they're not going to get good for like a gajillion years from now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i and think they cost now, a gajillion pounds or dollars so yes you know, exactly that as well so I think that this is the time to buy a Steam Deck. I think they worked out a lot of the kinks. It's as good as it's going to be. They're going to continue to support it. And I think they're going to continue to support it even after Steam Deck 2 is going to come out, whenever that is. Like, they're, they, you know, we've been seeing this with PlayStation, how games have been coming out on PS4 and PS5 until, like, this year. So there's going to be some level of reverse kit. Of, it's going to be even easier because 
because the games aren't locked to the console. It is yes. something that that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. And yeah, also yeah, yeah. the emulator on you can download emulators, play any game you want on your yeah. Steam Deck. Okay, well, you convinced me. I wasn't even thinking about getting one, but I'm going to go get one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I I go, didn't mean it. I'm going to go find somewhere. I'm going to rob it because there's none available, apparently, but I'll find where they keep them. So let's heist yeah. someone, Eric. I'm just imagining you and me at the end of the heist. We're like, we're on the beach drinking Coronas together. Yeah. And we're like, remember when we did that heist? That was crazy. I'm thinking, oh, I was thinking like straight after the heist and we're all cut up and bruised and it's like oh, sun, yeah. sunrise. Oh, like, th- like yeah. we're like four days out from the heist and we have to go to a totally different like country to get away. Who <laughs> doesn't have extradition, but allows us to marry a GameCube. And with good internet, because we still need to play the Steam. We still use the Steam Deck, so we need to still yeah, play yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. So. But we're good. Hei- we heist for for goodness. We're we're the good. We're the good thieves. I love the idea that we do this incredibly elaborate heist, and then we forget to put a VPN on the Steam Deck. So as soon as we log it in, they're like, "Oh, there they are." Oh, uh, they're in Mykonos. That's the uh, yeah. Eric was super into marrying the Steam Deck. <laughs> He said on Games and Feelings they were going to go to Mykonos, so... Hey, if that's the other, if that's the only way I have to market to this podcast, make the FBI listen to Games and Feelings, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> hey, it's Eric, and I got you tomatoes. Just bite into it like an apple. Mmm, it's so good. Tomatoes are the only thing that makes August worth it. I'm so happy they exist. I already plugged the live show at, you know, August 19th, 7.30, uh, Saturday, British summertime, the empty space, Manchester. Go get tickets. So I don't have to do that again. So instead, I'm going to plug the Patreon, support the wonderful independent games content happening at the Patreon. Patreon.com slash games and feelings, just like new patron Lila, who is enjoying uh, the ad-free episodes and the replays that we do on the Patreon. Also, shout out, as always, to producer-level patrons, Polly Burge, Kelsey Duffy, and Peyton, who suck up tomatoes like Kirby sucks up maximum tomatoes, which is to say, very fast and without chewing, and it uh, gives them back like 100 HP. Join now, patreon.com slash games and feelings. It is a great day to try out another show from the Multitude Collective. You'll really like Join the Party, actual play podcast with tangible worlds, genre-pushing storytelling, and collaborators who make each other laugh every week. DM Eric, that's me, the best DM in podcasting, and the emphatic players Amanda, Brandon, and Julia welcome everyone to the table, from longtime tabletop RPG players to people who've never played a game like this before. Get into our current campaign, which is a pirate story set in a world of plant and bug people, or marathon our finished stories, like the campaign, which was a Monster of the Week game set in a weird and wild summer camp, campaign two for a modern superhero game, and campaign one for a high fantasy story. And once a month, we release the after party, where we answer your questions about the show and how we play the game. So what are you waiting for? Just join the party. Get it? It's the name of the show. Search for Join the Party in your podcast app or go into jointhepartypod.com. We are sponsored this week by the Valari Gamer Pillow. This is a pillow designed to support your hands, forearms, and elbows, thus removing strain from your shoulders and neck while you play. It promotes better posture and prevents discomfort commonly associated with extended gaming sessions such as sore neck, shoulders, and back pain. I have to say the Valari actually super works as an old person at 32 years old. Uh, I'm just been trying to play some games on the King of Games, which is my uh, PC, and I sit in like this old office chair, so it's like not great. It's fine. It always ends up hurting my butt at some point, and of course I have the gamer hunch, but I actually use the Valari so that I could play like this game Tiny Rogues that I got for like $5 on Steam, and my back didn't hurt at all. My butt still hurt because I think I need a better chair, but the back didn't hurt at all because of the Valari. It's perfect for gaming, but the Valari pillow is not just for gamers. You can use it for working from home. You can use it for reading, watching movies, or just simply relaxing, making it a versatile companion for any leisure time. It's made with high-quality materials. The cover is suede and feels really nice, and it's super plush, but like still firm, something that you can lean your whole uh, body weight against. If the Valari is interesting to you, use code GF10 at checkout for 10% off your order at Valari GG. That's Valari GG, V-A-L-A-R-I dot GG. And use code GF10 at checkout for 10% off your order. All right, back to the games. 
Jasper, we have to go to a new question. We have We've wrung all question. of the all of the dumb Every, juice. All of out the juice is out of this one. All of the juice is out of this oh one. Oh my god. They okay. do have gray juice in Mykonos though, so the really good, really, really good juice. Really, really good juice. Um Jasper, I have an update from that guy who likes Tottenham. Oh. Brian from Queens. Fine. Jasper's walking away. Fine. <laughs> Uh, Brian from Queens says, uh, not a question, but a follow-up. Uh, I appreciate Jasper's response about why he loves Arsenal. So personally, we're good, and I could keep listening to the show. Uh, I'm still with Tottenham for the time being, partially because there's a strong connection between them and the Jewish community. Uh, his yep, response fine. really came off like Tottenham isn't good enough to really hate. They're just annoying, and that's fair enough. Thanks for talking about this, and I enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, I will clarify that. There's definitely clubs in England that I would go as far to say, like, everyone should just hate them. Not even because they're that bad, but just because they're like, or they've done anything that bad, or to try and pretend like any clubs are on a, anywhere near a moral high ground compared to anyone else. Of like, course. But just that, like, are oh, just hated clubs. Like, people just hate them. I, I Yeah, I would very much agree with the sentiment. We can't really take Tottenham seriously enough to hate them. You know what I mean? Any Chelsea or Man United fans out there, though, we can have a discussion because I hate those clubs. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm also, I'm really, uh, I hate the Bundesliga. That's just me. That's my whole thing. Whoa, big swing <laughs> at the Germans. Okay. Just the whole thing. Okay. They're fine. I think they're Jasper. They're gonna be fine. Can you As name fun- me? Can you name me three teams in the Bundesliga? Yeah, there's like the one from Munich, and there's you gotta give me the names, my guy. You gotta Munich give me the names. FC, Inter- Munich FC. <laughs> you say Munich FC? I did. Okay. Uh, Inter Berlin. Inter Berlin. <laughs> Inter Inter is a Inter is short for an Italian word, my guy. Inter stands for Internationale. <laughs> You just said yeah, Internationale Berlin. Internationale Miami. We already talked about this. And uh, we talked about how dumb it was. The Germans aren't that dumb. And uh, there's probably and there's an Argentinian team that probably is in the Bundesliga, which is a World War an II. An Argentinian joke, team? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a World War II joke. They were in the Bundesliga and then they all escaped to Argentina. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's funny, but uh no. You incorrect. No, I was I was incorrect. A um, single Bundesliga team. <laughs> no, I did. That's uh, hilariously Brian from Queens. Thank you so much for. Thanks, hat. Brian from Queens. Appreciate you. Listen, Will Brian from Queens. If I'm in Queens, let's go grab a beer and watch an Arsenal v Tottenham game. I'm very confident to do that because I know that we'll win. So, like, I'm fully down to hang out with you and watch a game. If at any point we're in Queens and I think Tottenham are better than us, I will be giving you a wide berth because I can't. That would be bad for me. Absolutely. So, it's bad enough that I have to see Jake, who's also a Tottenham fan, <laughs> who's in New York. I hate, like, that's bad enough. Uh, I can't believe that. What's worse, though, as well, is that he, Jake's not as, like, he doesn't take it seriously, but he knows I do, so that he can rib me and make me feel terrible. But when he's bad, I try to rib him, and he's just like, I don't care, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's yeah. not fair. <laughs> that's the whole point of being an English, a Premier League fan in New York City. Yeah. He's like, you just do it so you can drink at 10 in the morning at a bar. <laughs> Sounds good to me, to be honest. Yeah, he's um, like, he doesn't actually care. <laughs> doesn't care. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Brian from Queens. You're great. Thanks, Brian from uh, Queens. I have a longer question here that I, there are multiple things that we can address here. Uh, this person asked me to give them a uh, question name, and the name that I came up with is, what is a man? A miserable pile of games. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, but great. Yeah. Uh, she, fun. her. Uh Hi there. I have a question I wouldn't trust to anyone but question keeper Eric Silver and perpetual guest Jasper Cartwright to give me advice on. My newish boyfriend doesn't like games. Any games at all. Which in itself isn't that much of a problem because I'm not actually a huge fan of most classic board games like Monopoly, Risk, etc. And the more niche games I do enjoy. I can play with other people in my life, especially since I only really see my boyfriend every two months because we're long distance. The problem is, the reason he doesn't like games, he says he doesn't like feeling like he's doing something that doesn't have a purpose. (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I feel like he's kind of missing the point, since to me, the purpose of playing games is spending time with and getting to know someone better, especially for the kinds of games I like. I kind of get where he's coming from, but I can't help but feel like his point of view undervalues the company of the people you play games with. There is, there is a lot here, Eric. Jasper, There's a lot I, here. Jasper, I need, uh, I, to be fair, I have to finish the question. There's one more paragraph, okay? Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Most of the things he enjoys doing, he only enjoys because he sees some sort of purpose, quotes around purpose in them. He goes hiking to be healthy. He reads books to learn new things, but he mostly reads books that applies to his subject of his PhD. Uh, He cooks not for the fun of it, but just to eat. Of course, there are other things we do, like going to concerts or watching movies together or, you know, having a conversation. She put that in there, the, you know that don't have this particular connection to his work or specific purpose, but his aversion to games makes me feel like spending quality time with other people without some intellectual merit, like playing games, doesn't have any value to him. How do I get my boyfriend to enjoy things that maybe don't serve a practical purpose, but could help us spend quality time together? Get a new boyfriend. <laughs> I'll give you a proper answer. Okay, there's a lot here. There's a I lot I think, yes. Here. I know that this is a longer question, but there's so many things here I had to include. Yeah, no. Just, I, I, just I, jump I, on whatever. We, we needed all of this context. We needed all of this context. I think, okay, this is, this is slightly fascinating, and I almost want this boyfriend to write in as and just just to briefly explain why there's a difference between games and movies that would be great a great starting point honestly because very similar concept um how even though i would actually say in most cases you're training your brain within problem solving critical thinking whilst playing games quite a lot of the time sure basic games like candy crush maybe fine i'll give you that one but like most games nowadays are pretty complex systems that you have to understand and to get really good at them you have to you know you're training your brain to see patterns problem solving all that kind of thing so even kind of putting all of that aside i'm definitely with the question Oscar here in the that feeling of just like why don't you put value in spending time with people because that feels quintessentially important to the human existence (laughs) you know what I mean like in the same way that we've told stories all like forever we've also played games whether that's a sport whether that's you know competition at work (laughs) you know what I mean like just a the the compet like whether it's competitive or non-competitive we use games as a way of challenging our brains when we are devoid of challenge and you know what I mean like nowadays if you're a kind of relatively privileged person there's nothing to challenge you. You know what I mean? Right. If you're like, if you're just okay, doing you do an okay job, what you're good at, you, you know, go to work, come home, you know, cook, whatever. There's nothing there to challenge you. And so games provides us with a crit- that critical component. I want to push on that back on that really quickly, if, if only to clarify a little bit, because I 100% agree yeah. with you. It's yeah. like the only thing challenging us in our modern world is like the economic drain that the most privileged and rich oh. people in our life. No, no, I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, this is an important clarification, though. I agree. Right. Yeah, it's like on. they're draining it from us, so we want to compete in something that we can actually control. You know, mm. once you pass a certain economic barrier, you're you have absolutely no problems. And that's <laughs> sure, when yeah. you start trying to create the metaverse. But mm-hmm. it's like for all of us living in this middle class existence, it's like, well, we can't do anything about um, our world burning. So let's play Catan for a little bit. Uh, yeah. I 100 percent agree. I, this is only to say I 100 percent agree with what yeah, you're saying. Absolutely. I just think as well, there's something really interesting about the idea of I can't do anything unless it's furthering me in some way. Yeah. Like that feels like a slightly, it's a very different worldview to the one that I have. Like I was in like the shape of my life. I was so healthy. I was like, like whatever. But I was like, I was eating chicken and rice three times a day. And I didn't have a drink when all of my friends were having a drink at the pub. I just like had a lime and soda. And like, I was pretty miserable. (laughs) Now, <laughs> and I'm not saying that everyone else is. I'm saying that that that's that stuff that I was doing brings some people a lot of joy, and I completely understand that. What I'm trying to say is trying to articulate is that I come from a very different point of view, where I was like, then when I stopped doing those things and I had a drink with my friends or I ate something that I wanted to eat because it brings me joy, then I sort of was like, oh well, this is where that icy value for me. So I think humans deserve pleasure and yes. small stakes conflict. Yes. Small stakes problem solving, 100%. This is what I would say for your boyfriend. I know he didn't solicit any advice, but I would say as a, almost like as a challenge to him, be like, see if you can find something that you can derive pleasure from without it having to accomplish something. Because I yes. do think that is a bit of the like, for me, that's a little bit of like to err is human kind of thing. It's like to derive pleasure from something that isn't quintessential to your existence feels like, for me, what is like a cornerstone of being human? 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's one of the things that differentiates us from animals, is our ability to realize that I'm not in a serious situation and derive pleasure from doing things that is unessential to my survival. You know, it's, you see that behavior in all animals that are, like, more cognitively advanced than the general, i.e. dolphins and elephants and stuff. Like, they play games, right? Because it's a sign of an evolved life form. I'm not saying your boyfriend is an evolved life form. I really realize how that just sounded wow <laughs> you know what's actually really funny there was a um i'm reading the short story uh the ones who walk away from omelas by ursula k Le Guin for uh i'm just revisiting it do you know this one jasper i've heard of it yeah 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 I've, I've, it, someone recommended it to me ursula k Le Guin is like the godmother the of science fiction she is absolutely yeah. incredible and the basis oh of yeah what definitely we, heard of her yeah 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 sure. and there's a thing in here there is a a line in here where she's trying to describe this like utopian city and she says the problem is that we have a bad habit encouraged by pedants and sophisticates of considering happiness as something rather stupid only pain is intellectual only evil interesting I think that's kind of mm. part of what you're saying quote. is like, yeah. yeah, having fun and doing stuff that gives you pleasure is seen by um, people like your boyfriend as frivolous. And I think that mm. there is he's cutting off a major part of his life yeah. too because he only he wants to do things that, oh, that quote unquote have purpose. My, I think a lot of my like knee jerk reaction to this question as well and why I feel this so viscerally is that I feel like I'm someone who's been very susceptible in my life to the kind of like workaholic, we have to be on 24 seven, I only sleep three hours a day, that kind of like thing that is now permeating, like especially within like male uh, like groups, you know, this kind of like constant need to be like moving and progressing and buying and selling stocks and working out and do you know what I mean? And it like, mm -hmm. it, it feels like it rides a line for me. Now it feels like your boyfriend has like a much healthier like uh, relationship to that in the sense that, you know, he's reading books and he's, well, you know I mean? like, he's still doing that. stuff for like leisure and whatever. It's just that I feel like for me, I, I find it very hard because I get swept up in that. Like I get swept up in that and I have to really pull back from like, no, 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 it's okay for me to relax and play a game. Yeah, I mean, I want to push back on that a little bit mm. and say he's in academia, he's doing a PhD. He is on the mm. consistent treadmill where it's like much oh, like sure. we feel. Oh, sure. So even the books, you, I forgot. I did forget that kind of element of the fact that it's for the PhD, right? Yeah. I, I think about this also for people who are not us, Jasper. Where read it is Hunger kind of Games, like... my guy. Just go read Hunger Games. <laughs> go read, yeah, go read the Hunger Games. Just read it. It's a very good book. Uh, it's an easy book. It's and it's fun and interesting. But it's like I understand the feeling of feeling like you always need to do something when your job and yourself are so intertwined, like mm. him in academia and us in creating uh, jobs Content. out of our hobbies, where mm. uh, you have to only do things that you think are important to because your work is also yourself. But man, yeah. you deserve you deserve fun. You really do. Yeah. I think that, yeah, if you really are trying to convince your boyfriend of this, treat this like a, this is a, like a human philosophical debate and engage him as such if where the, cause the, you kind of got to meet him where he's at. You got to yeah. be like humans deserve to do things that are, don't have a purpose. And I understand you're turning yourself into a bioweapon or the perf or the Ubermensch or whatever the fuck you're doing. But like you, <laughs> this is unsustainable. And I yeah. think let's play any game, anything you find interesting. This doesn't have to be like, let's play a board. Let's play code names with my friends. Let's just mm -hmm. watch. Let's just watch each other, especially because you're long distance. This is super simple. I'm going to get on discord and I'm going to play a game and hang out with me and we can talk and, yeah. make, and make jokes and do whatever. Yeah, nice. I, th I think that he also might have a pretty myopic idea, which I think you have to have if you're turning yourself into the Ubermensch of like what games games as frivolity. And I think that that's just mm. not what it is. That's just not what yeah, he, no. that's not how it works. Especially if you don't class movies and watching TV and stuff as frivolity. Like that feels yeah. like a little strange to me. My advice would be challenge your boyfriend to a game. Find a puzzle game or something that you're really good mm. at, something that re requires problem solving and challenge your boyfriend saying I bet you can't beat me at this. <laughs> right. Like cuz then you're achieving something. You're saying I'm I look, I'm giving you the opportunity to further yourself as a problem solver and prove that you are better than me at this cuz I don't think that you are. So, yeah. like, I, I, I feel like, you know, might take the bait. You never know, might take the bait. Yeah, competition might be a purpose, right? Might. You can also, the games are art, and games are art now. Like, yeah. come on. 
Games Game are art. art. We, we're, we're firmly over the, that philosophical barrier. It, it, this guy feels like he's stuck in like 1904. You know, like this is such <laughs> yeah. a, I feel like we already had this debate that games games this. are necessary and also art. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, like, I'm going to throw out one last thing and this might be getting too like in the weeds with feelings and relationship stuff. And so I definitely don't want to come across well, like J- that. Jasper, I, I, I'm looking at the title of this podcast and I think you're okay. I think you're fine. <laughs> but the other thing I would say is just like, sometimes in a relationship, you do something for the other person because they like it and it might not be your jam. But you do it because you're like, you know what? This is important to my other half and I'm going to do something. You should at least be, le- be well versed in it. Like you can throw a game in there every once in a while. You know what I mean? It's not huge. You're an intellectual guy. You'll pick up the rules very, 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 very quickly. Like yeah. just go for it. Like I have the same thing in the sense that I really struggle to watch TV when I just watch TV, right? Because I find it doesn't stimulate me enough. So I find myself like drifting and whatever. I sit there analyzing the TV show, like about like the shots and the costume and the, you know, cinematography or whatever. So I don't find it a particularly relaxing experience, but it's what my wife loves. My wife loves nothing more than sitting down and watching like TV with me. So we do that most nights and then I'll get an opportunity to either play a game or something afterwards or there'll be nights where she does a jigsaw and I play a game or we'll play a game together even though games aren't her bag. You know what I mean? Because like my wife's not really that into games but she'll play them with me because she's like, I know it's important to you. So that's the only thing I'm going to say is just like, hey, look, sometimes within relationships you have to do something that maybe isn't your jam and you cannot progress yourself for one evening. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that's the really the way you see it, you could choose to not progress yourself for one evening. I I know that you feel like Mark Zuckerberg's gonna get ahead of you, but like he probably already is, my guy. So just just Yeah, now Mark Zuckerberg's doing MMA just to in yeah, case yeah, yeah. he needs to <laughs> fight mean, Elon like, Musk. Like Mark Mark's already out here doing it. Like you're already behind. I know you don't want to get more behind. But you can make up for the weekends. It's fine. Mark Zuckerberg's been married for 15 years and has four kids. Like, he's he has found someone to accept his weird shit. He's fine. He's in a good relationship. Yeah. And I bet you anything, Mark Zuckerberg finds times to play games. So I'm sure he does. Even though he's like part AI, he certainly well, that's does. how he does it. It's because his AI self plays the games while he does the work. <laughs> cool, yeah. I think, yeah, to, to add on to what Jasper said, like, hey, you need to be well-versed in your partner's stuff. You just yeah. do. What you're gonna, you're, they're gonna be explaining to you the rules of Catan for the rest of your life? Come fucking on, dude. <laughs> uh, now here, Jasper, uh, at the, here at the end of this episode, I do feel like we have a philosophical fork in the road as an advice podcast. How can we? Are you prepared to tell this question asker to break up with her boyfriend? <laughs> I I am willing to have a follow up and then maybe make a suggestion. I my worry is that I don't know enough. I don't know how big a deal this is for the question asker. I sure. guess it gets a relatively big deal because they're willing to like write all this detail out. Yeah. Okay. Put it this way: tongue in cheek. Yeah, break up with him. Find yourself a king who plays games with you. <laughs> like, that's that, that's my tongue-in-cheek answer. My for real answer is like, hey, listen, give me a little bit more evidence, and we'll see, because maybe. <laughs> As someone who has been in multiple long-distance relationships and also have had multiple newish relationships that I wish I had ended sooner... <laughs> Just so you know, Eric's looking right in the camera right now. Right in the camera. <sighs> and I, all I'm going to say is, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you a lot of other advice Oof, that's not this. So if you take whatever, take no, it's whatever. not that. So just remember that before you unsubscribe to Games and Feelings. The other thing is, <laughs> some, some people don't change. <laughs> Especially if they are this yeah. rooted in this type of person they are. So Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this mm-hmm. and you think you could be this guy, maybe just have a little maybe have a little think. The the likelihood is in like the chances are that your partner is not the one that wrote in. But if you think it's possible that your partner wrote this, maybe play a game. 
I'm going to go ahead and say, Jasper, that the only way this guy is listening to this is if Miserable Pile of Games put it out of their car. And was That's like, what I'm oh saying. God, That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if, 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 if someone, if this, is, if this is being played out loud so that you can hear this and you think that maybe this could apply to you, maybe go pick up, just go grab the nearest board game, sit your partner down and say, hey, you want to play? Want to play this game? Can you teach me? <laughs> from from an outside perspective, we are thinking your girlfriend should not be dating you. So I think you need to take a step forward, my guy. Oh, no. Perception is reality. I'm so sorry. Uh, You're probably fine. However, breaking from news. what we know of you. 50% of young relationships in America have been ended this week after podcast hosts Eric and Jasper <laughs> tell everyone to break up with their shitty boyfriends. Hey, man, if Sky News and the FBI are going to blow us up like that, we'll continue fine. to grow. That's Incredible. fine. We can, we can, yeah, that's fine. We've got room. We've got room. Oh, we can God. welcome some new people to this fold. Wow, See, yeah, that was folks, some, that was some what, advice. This is what happens when we answer advice questions. We go in like yeah. this. This is what we do. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jasper, uh, this has been a wild episode mm. where we've went all the way from a bear having sex with a vampire to maybe this guy not having sex because he's not really yeah, good for that... his partner. Whoa, do you genuine question? Please give us a follow up. Does this does this guy fuck? Because. <laughs> If it, unless you're trying to make a, no, but seriously, unless you're trying to make a baby, it's, it's, it's not progress. And dude, if you, st if you, I, I can already hear you trying to say it's for fitness. I will slap you. You are, you, there's no way you're lasted long enough for that to, <laughs> for it to count as fitness. You are already so, doing it. There you're already doing things that are not for progress. Play a yeah, game with your girlfriend. Play a game. But please though, if I could get a follow up as if this guy fucks, I would really like to know if that is a thing because I, I, I think that's a key part of this. And I promise you, the answer of should I break up with them or not will it will absolutely have weight on the answer that I give to there that question. There is a constellation of reasons why you date a person, but this feels like it's a con. And I hope that you make a choice about the pros and cons of dating this person. Oh my god. This is one of my favorite questions we've ever had. Thank you so much for writing in. I hope this hasn't been uh, too horrible for you to listen to. Us just dunking uh, on this man that you love. Uh, I'm sure he has so hey, many. Newish boyfriend, she might not love him. So Did she say newish? She said newish. She said newish? Oh, dump this motherfucker. <laughs> Done. Out of here. Newish. Newish long Get distance. Out. I told you. Newish long T distance. Two months? You don't see this guy for two months and he's newish? Gone. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Not even a question. I Yeah, sorry. Wait, I missed that part. Yeah. I'm crossing over the line. I'm not hinting at anything. Just get rid of this guy. Two months in a newish relationship? And he won't even play a game with you? Nah. Hell no. Gone. Bye. <laughs> Tell you what. Come play. Well, me and Eric will play games with you. We'll can't be your partner, you know, for various reasons. We'll play games with you. There's we're both, so we're many both married, but we will we're help both you. both married, but we will help you. I will help you find someone. Every if you need to be so sure. It, I've been in so I've been in a bunch of long distance relationships, and the thing that I'm so mad at myself is that. You can't just like casually date long distance. You can't like figure out if you like someone or you need to be so sure that this is your person. If you're going to long distance and you got to be simpatico on the t in so many different ways to facilitate this, even in 2023. Oh man. I this is this is an incredible question. First of all, thank you so much for writing in and we hope that we know we are so in your corner, miserable pile we're, of games. We are so in your we corner. We are pro you. It's it's we're so pro you it's ridiculous. Yeah. No newish person deserves the amount of leeway that you're giving them though. We are so. not yes, we are not anti-boyfriend. We are pro question you. asker. We yes, are pro correct. you. Exactly. I am wait, no, I want to be on record. I'm anti-newish boyfriend <laughs> who refuses to play games. <laughs> I need to clarify that. Newish boyfriend who won't play a single game with me? This is the honeymoon period, my guy. Play a goddamn game with me. I know. I know. He's not going to start playing games with you a year from now. I'm, yeah, let's say it's that. not going to get better. It's either going to happen right now or or never. My wife used to play D&D &D with me. Let me tell you, that ain't happening now. We've downgraded to board games, but we're still playing games. Yeah.
Amanda doesn't like games. I've convinced her that she does, and it's part of the human experience. I, yeah, exactly. I've convinced my wife she likes football. It's a part of the human experience. <laughs> Compromise is a thing. Jasper it, and, and the institution of football in Europe have finally convinced Jade to sit down and watch the beautiful game. And let me tell you, when I tell you that she hated football when she met me hated it and we are going literally after i get out of this recording we're gonna go watch a football game not only just a football game a pre-season game wow <laughs> like a game that truly has no stakes whatsoever and my wife is actually kind of looking forward to watching it <laughs> like it is a crime yeah. the, the way i have altered my wife's mind <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jasper, do you think we should forego plugs after how, how fucking yeah, wild we were feels... in this episode? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna plug finding uh, someone who will uh, love you for you and do the things that you want to do and that you are happy doing the things they want to do, and it's good. I'm going to plug getting a uh, a Discord Nitro. Uh, account because then you can stream games in 1440p at 60 fps so that you can just like play with your friends at really crisp quality and it really facilitates uh long distance relationships um and it's really fun also follow me on tiktok also break up with him <laughs> also break up with him also follow me on tiktok i'm eric the silver there folks jasper i love doing the show with you you're the best man i love doing the show with you too my guy unfortunately I get so much hate mail after this from this woman to be like why did you tell me to break up with him it was the worst she, she, she wrote me. in she wrote people who write into advice columns know they know we talk about this all the time on the yeah. replay episodes the people mm. who write in are either are delusional or are ready and either way they're gonna get what they signed up for True that. Oh, I will clarify though. If he's like an heir to like a diamond mine or something, like maybe just just stay for a bit. You know what I mean? Get your money. Unfortunately, there's no manual to relationships, so you gotta listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Games and Feelings is produced by Eric Silver and edited and mixed by Misha Stanley. The theme music is Return to French Toast Castle by Jeff Bryce, and the art was created by Jessica Boyd. Find transcripts for this episode and all episodes at our website, gamesandfeelings.com. Until next time, press X to enjoy the podcast.